You're listening to Very Loose Women. Good evening, listeners. You just heard Club Integral, and you are now listening to Very Loose Women on Resonance 104.4 FM. To set us on our way, here is Firestarter by, obviously, The Prodigy. And the reason for playing this will be revealed at the very end of the show. So keep listening. that one really doesn't die I still feel very excited when I when I hear that song um yeah welcome welcome and thanks for listening I'm Leo and in the studio with me tonight is fellow Very Loose Women Soila hi Soila hi Leo and Christina who featured um in our phobia episode so hi Christina thanks hi, for coming Leo. on Hi. Uh, so on tonight's show, we're going to be talking about travel routines, packing, sleeping, eating, and then a last little section on traveling for music. Again, the prodigy, all will be revealed. <laughs> um, but as ever with our show, we're going to start with some gripes and celebrations of the week. Swela, why don't you start us on our way? So um, this week, to this morning, um, I got two little tattoos. Um, those who know me know that I have a little bit of a collection now. And yes, so today I was given a, for my birthday last year um, like a, a tattoo voucher from three of my best friends. Mm. And um, it's been a long time since like I was originally going to get this tattoo and I went to the guy and I was like, oh, so I'm thinking like a whale, like a indigenous kind of spirit whale. And he was like, oh, angry shark. <laughs> and that's what he drew for me. I was like, no, I'm not into that. Um, but uh, yeah, I got some kind of flora, some um, flowers, which represent my mum and also some that represent my dad. So um, yes, maybe that will lighten the the news of, of I've got more tattooed. And Christina, any um, celebrations? Well, yes. So after about seven years of smoking almost 10 cigarettes a day, I've finally quit. Congratulations. Thank I know, you. It's very, I think actually, Firestarter is very inappropriate for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been vaping. Um, <laughs> I've been vaping. Which is not really a fire thing, but... Um, yeah, it's. I actually feel much healthier, and I Good. have since basically the day that I quit. So amazing. Yeah. Let that be news to all of you listeners <laughs> who smoke. Just We're, don't. Yeah. Just quit. Just quit. So speaking of vices, um, my mine would be a celebration today. I was at work, and other people who share the office. Um, we're having a drinking event. I mean, it wasn't like specifically... Like it was, drinking games? Or? It was like an event that had drink. Okay. So it wasn't so much... Well, it, what was the event? It was It was like a networking thing for their business. Okay. But it okay. wasn't like... Like we were there and, and everyone was like quite fancily dressed. And I was there with like two people who work at like this quite... I was going to say hip, but I would say like, you know, <laughs> like strung together NGO. Um, 
and um, an NGO. Well, it's it's like a not for profit. So, right, right. Um, but someone said to us, like, you look very authentic. <laughs> I was like, oh, guys, and is that the celebration? You didn't dress up very much this <laughs> evening, um, which I thought I thought was um, a very how would say gentle way of saying you look a bit scrappy guys <laughs> um but anyway it was it was a good time i had a good time i was a little bit late coming here sorry to it's, you both. no it's fine it's okay. um, i mean we're always here <laughs> three hours early anyway we are always incredibly punctual um if not more than that so anyway we've all been on these little trips recently i went to berlin for a training event in investigative journalism so it was traveling with her best friend in moldova and then also went to edinburgh mm-hmm. and christina went to pisa amsterdam and crete so in the past couple of weeks we've sort of had space to reflect on our travel habits and really cover a lot of ground very quite really quite physically <laughs> um so first of all in terms of traveling I wanted to talk about what we take with us. So I always take my laptop and my camera, which takes up like quite a lot of space in my bag. And it's kind of more important than pants. So I didn't really take enough pants with me to Berlin. And I'm always like very comfortable with like inside outside, like, you know, wearing both sides of a pant to save space. You see, I have to have too many pants. I I, I feel like I have pants for depending on on what time of the the month it is. Mm. um, I'll have like day pants and night pants and I hate it like sometimes I'll even put like a panty liner on on pants when I'm not gonna have a period at all because I'm like I I need pants to be pristine yeah I mean pants are crucial but not as crucial as having a variety of camera lenses for me I mean okay so each to their own yeah exactly (laughs) so when I was a kid there was this famous tv show I don't know if you know it either of you maybe not in New Zealand but it was called don't forget your toothbrush no. Never heard of it. You've never heard of it? What is it? It's because I'm older than you, that's why. Um, it, <laughs> it was, I mean, you're still a millennial, so. <laughs> it was on, I think it was on like BBC One. It was like on a cool channel. Right. <laughs> okay. And it was presented by Chris Evans, who now does Top Gear. Not the actor Chris Evans. No, a different guy. He has like ginger hair, wears glasses. He's on BBC Two, isn't he? Oh, okay, BBC Two. Um, so it was like. Radio 2, I would say. So what he makes, he make, so people come on the show and then they'd win a holiday, but they weren't allowed to take their toothbrush, right. which seemed like quite like a monumental hiccup. But like, in retrospect, can't you just buy a toothbrush while you're there? You see, I don't, when I'm traveling, I don't really care about having a toothbrush. Um, so I'm not prepared to go and spend a pound fifty and an extra pound on toothpaste and toothbrush. Really? No, I would rather go three days unclean teeth, what? dog breath, literally. And I think this is think so. Um, listeners, um, I stay with Leo after the show, mm. and not one, not a sing. I've been every week, every time he should not a single time have I bought my own toothbrush. And Leo always says, "You're gonna brush your teeth," and I'm just like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> I haven't noticed that this has been going on. I'm really, really diligent about brushing my teeth. Like when I travel, even if it's just for one night, I take my toothbrush and my charger for my toothbrush with me because it's an electric toothbrush. I never use an electric toothbrush. (laughs) Once you get on it, you can't stop. I mean, it feels like unless your mouth is vibrating, your teeth aren't being cleaned properly. That's how I feel now about my teeth. But you had a toothbrush traveling related story. Well, I just... Or lack of. I, well, I don't really, I, I don't really bring underwear, and I don't really bring my toothbrush when I go traveling because I, it's just something I just buy there. You're like a mixture of Soiler and Leah. Yeah, I'm a mixture. I brush my teeth some most <laughs> most nights, 
But yeah, it's just I buy my toothbrush there. I <clears> buy my underwear there. I'd rather just save the space in my suitcase for clothes. Mm. I mean, pants are clothes, aren't they? Well, <laughs> you can put them in your, in your shoes or... Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm just I, so bad at packing. I mean, I always... I even... We're actually going to talk this a little... We'll mention this a bit later, but I always, always have with me, even now, an extra pair of pants. Yeah, so what is your vital... What do you always travel with? I definitely don't have extra pairs of pants. I always yeah. have pants. Um, Wait, by pants do you mean I mean knickers or okay, so not we, trousers, we British call, pants. We call in New Zealand because I'm from New Zealand. We call <laughs> pants underwear, and, underwear. Yeah, yeah, okay. And um and and what you call trousers? Yeah, we call them them pants. So you call pants. So you hold on. So you call both underwear and trousers pants. We call no no. We call underwear. <laughs> We call pants underwear, right? And trousers. Pants. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Okay, mm. so pants dropped. I can see it. <laughs> so I, I remember talking to Flora, who is a friend, a of, the show, friend, of, friend of ours, ours. Yeah. friend of the show, about how Sam bought me pants. Her partner, yeah, my, my boyfriend. Yeah. He um he bought me pants just out of the blue. And pants, you mean trousers? trousers. Some okay. really nice trousers, yeah. but she thought I meant pants as an underwear. <laughs> Sexy pants. So she was like, "Oh, I bet you guys had a." Good night. And I didn't understand it until like a couple of hours later when I clarified with her because in my mind I was like, I wonder what she meant by that. Um, I've, I've got you down as sunscreen here, Soyla. Yes. So you've, you've done a bit of a U-turn. I've done a U-turn on, on pants. Um, you pack sunscreen. I pack sunscreen because, I, as I mentioned, um, tattoos, whenever they are, you need to be protected and mm. I like to look after them. Very pragmatic. Um, I'm also quite pragmatic. I like to pack a, an extension cord because, you know, you know, when you travel, you need a lot of like adapters. An <laughs> extension cord? <laughs> a way around that is to have a multi-plug. Because you... <laughs> Because because you have like you ha- you only need one adapter then and then the rest is all British stupid British plugs. Oh, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And once I discovered this, oh it was actually God. through an ex boyfriend. Yeah. He would always do it, and I was like, "That's genius." And now I I that like to travel, and I didn't take it to Berlin, and I really screwed me over. <laughs> one thing that we did mention earlier as well that I thought you were going to say. But it's not on our list. Is a hairband. Yeah, hairbands are now, really strong. I, I, I don't feel get like it. when I had longer hair, because my hair was very long, I didn't really care if my hair looked like yeah. ratty or d- disgusting. Um, but now my hair is much shorter, and I'm like, I need that hairband to mm. get it out my face. Yeah, yeah. Eye stickers. Oh yeah, eye stickers. That you mentioned. So I can. I can't travel without eye stickers. I just can't go anywhere without. Eye I think stickers. we need a brief, like, introduction okay. to eye stickers, so, as you gave us earlier. Yeah, I just I forget that not everyone knows what eye stickers are. So I'm Chinese, and I wear these stickers on my eyes for cosmetic reasons, also because it just feels better. My eyes feel like they can. I know this sounds really weird, but they can open more and. Yeah, so I, I've been wearing these eye stickers since I was 16. It's very common for women in China, and also men, I think, to wear eye stickers. And also in South Korea. Korea, and, yeah. Japan, just anywhere in East Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I can't travel without my eye stickers. I always have one in my wallet, a, a, one as in a pair of eye stickers, in my wallet, in my underwear, sorry, not in my underwear, <laughs> in, my, in my wallet, in my briefcase. Um, just, yeah, I have so many pairs of eye stickers everywhere. 
Um, when I moved here from New Zealand a year ago, I spent $600 and <laughs> stocked up on ice stickers, and that filled up half my suitcase. That's a lot <laughs> Just, of ice stickers, because I actually saw them earlier in there, like... Like you stickers, tiny. That, yeah, they're really small. That it's not like contact lenses or anything. It's like yeah. that they're, they're like literally little bits of sticker. Yeah, and so six hundred dollars, I imagine, would be a lot. It was. Yeah, yeah. I bought out the entire store of ice stickers. Mm. I just don't know where to get them here. Mm. No, I don't either. <laughs> well, why well, I, I wouldn't know. Like, so whatever. earlier on, I put on some ice. I put some eye stickers on Leo mm. and you did look really funny with him <laughs> <laughs> I looked I at yeah I, I looked at it in the mirror and it, I, I wasn't very recognizable it's remarkable how much that changed it's not mm, something yeah. I'd ever thought about before of like because it's like a sticker that you put on your eyelid I'd never considered like that as like a beauty tip yeah and and I and I you put it on me and I like looked at it and it did it did make change my face a lot yeah like I didn't know that I could do mm. that um, so that's what you always travel with. Um, another thing that I wanted to touch on in the traveling essentials thing is a good night's sleep. So when I was in Berlin, I had I was staying at a conference. Like we had the hotel all booked for, and then and then I was staying with my partner and her family in like a lovely Airbnb. And in between, I was like, I'll save as much money as I can because I knew that when I met up with her family, I'd be spending more money in like restaurants and stuff. So I went on Booking.com and filtered it by price and went to the cheapest hostel. Mm. And it was like in a dodgy part of town, and it was like a mixed bedroom with like eight beds which I didn't really understand from the booking website. Anyway, I got there. It was like, it didn't indicate anywhere on the outside that it was a hostel and I got there at like eight o'clock at night. I went in and there was a like a, a guy who had like paint on his hands. You could tell he was like a builder and he didn't speak like any English. So I was like, that's okay. Like I can, he seems okay. He was like drinking a beer and then he lay down and I'm like, I didn't feel like too threatened. It was like a man alone in, in the room with me, which was a little bit freaky, but I was okay. And then I got really re- relieved because this girl came in and she was, um, she's studying in Germany and she like introduced herself. She spoke some English, which was really reassuring. And she was on an internship um, and she was studying batteries, which like <laughs> I'd never like really thought about before, but that's um, what she was studying. And she, um, uh, she was she was very welcoming and it was very reassuring. So I was like, oh, okay, it's fine. There's like the battery girl and the builder guy, and then like, and then and then this other guy comes in. He's like a teenager. He like drinks some fizzy pop, eats some bread, and then goes to bed. And then I'm like, okay, all of this is fine. This could be a lot worse. I have a shower. The shower is really lovely. And then I get out, and this guy comes in, and he's like, he like smells very strongly of alcohol. He goes into the bathroom and he vomits. And then obviously he's the one that I'm sharing a bunk with. Like, that was inevitable that that would happen. And I do not feel safe with him in the room because, I'm, you know, he's got a dependency. So he's, you know, not someone where I can predict what he's going to do. Um, he goes out. Um, I think I built it up in my head to, that it was to buy more alcohol, but who knows? <laughs> but he comes back and he vomits again, so I think that that was um, like a judicial understanding. Um, and then he goes to sleep. During the night's sleep, I'm really scared. I'm like keeping my wallet in my pillow. I've like locked all my stuff away. I'm like feeling very scared, and I don't sleep very well because I'm very worried about my safety. And um, he's like hawking up phlegm all night, um, like co- like moving a lot, coughing a lot, and I. I get down in the morning to like charge my phone a few times and then he wakes up and he says like it turns out he speaks English he's like you were up and down like a yo-yo last night like I was waking him up I was so <laughs> like mad and he gets out of bed in the morning and like 
um, gets a like bottle of Chianti out of his bag and pours himself like a very um, it was very graceful like a glass of wine yeah. like a whole like proper glass and he drinks that for breakfast and then I like pack my stuff and I leave and he says have a nice life <laughs> anyway that was a very long way of saying so creepy it was super creepy oh my god I got super scared but I was fine and I was actually very safe and it's weird like uh, like in the same situation 10 years before I yeah. actually felt quite safe and here I would like felt really really freaked out yeah. um, but anyway just to cut to the chase what horrible experiences have you guys had while travelling in accommodation before we get to that yeah have you got a question ha- have a nice life yeah it's <laughs> just such a weird thing to say I know I think it was like a f- I, I was maybe reading. Too Did much you reply into it, to him? But I was like, "Oh, thanks." But <laughs> um, but I, I I didn't. I don't know what like. What do you say back to that? I don't you know. too. Yeah, it I might be a, <laughs> lost yeah, that in translation. Or... Maybe, maybe that's a German thing to say. I mean, I wasn't going to see him again. That was yeah. accurate, if anything. <laughs> okay. Was it? Was, was it a farewell? Was it said in like a you, nice way? No, he said like, "Oh, you're leaving now." He was like, okay, have a nice life. Like, yeah, it's always See, so. it doesn't sound aggressive. No, he like, wasn't if aggressive. if I was being petty, I'd be like, have a nice yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it was like a lost in translation thing. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, like I don't think it was mean. Mm, yeah. I think he'd just seen a lot mm. of people come in and out this You hostel. see, I've never had an experience like, I mean, I've not done extensive travelling. Um, but I, um, as Leah mentioned, I was up in Edinburgh and... Um, uh, th- we stayed in this hostel and the thing it's not really a bad thing but it was quite funny um, so the guy was showing me around and he was like you know got these new showers that's a really bad Scottish accent oh my God, I'm really <laughs> sorry Emma if you're listening she didn't mean it like that and um, like what <laughs> so he showed us um the showers and it was like yeah it's got a spa feature it's got like a oh what's it called like a oh, that thing you have in a massage like no like a sauna oh, sauna yeah. kind of steam mode room. yeah um he was like it's got foot bath you know really fancy showers three mm. of them right and then i was like okay that sounds really cool i'm not going to use them but it's nicer there it's yeah. nice that yeah. this very cheap hostel has 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 taken the cleanliness thing seriously. Yeah, yeah. And then I and then I went to bed and I kept waking up and I was having a feel of the bed and I could feel the springs underneath the bed and it was very uncomfortable and I had a heater in my room and it was cold and mm-hmm. um like I slept with my scarf on and that kind of thing. And I just thought it's a hostel and the, the foot essential bath thing. No, I didn't care mm. about the foot bath. I wanted to have a decent night's sleep. Yeah. So, so what we've learned from this is foot baths and safety are two like <laughs> very like, essential. Or like traveling. a comfortable bed and safety, yeah, yeah. not um, cheap <laughs> not foot baths and, and foot baths. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Christina, you had a night alone on New Year's Eve in a hostel. Well, alone with your boyfriend. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Um, so. Last New Year's, me and Sam, me and my boyfriend Sam went to Morocco to Marrakesh for three weeks, which is just way too long for Marrakesh. <laughs> Have you? Ha, no, no. I actually went when I was a kid, and the only thing I know about this holiday, I was yeah. like, I think under a year. Yeah. There's a photo of me, and I'm near some poo, and apparently I attempted to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's like literally the only thing I know about me and Morocco. <laughs> it's just a really hard city especially marrakesh like sam had not done any traveling before he's never been to anywhere that's not first world 
and it was such a wake-up call for him. He kind of just he he got really hard during that trip because it's just there's it's a lot of people high hard oh hard, hard. Like, oh it's like, toughened it up. up hard no no, no, no he, he toughened oh, up. Oh, he got really hard during <laughs> that trip like, pants toughening up <laughs> hard um, so yeah so we booked a um, a trip to the Sahara over New Year's Eve and the trip was we get in a van we go to the Sahara we ride a camel into the Sahara and we stay in a hotel by the by the end of the I think it was yeah it was it was in in the Sahara desert um and everything kind of fucked up when we got there and there was a language barrier we couldn't really communicate with the people that were um, organizing the whole trip so in the end they kind of put us into this hostel that had absolutely no one inside and it was New Year's Eve and we bought two bottles of wine and we were like okay let's just go upstairs after dinner and let's just open the wine let's just get kind of drunk and let's just have sex <laughs> just to save the New Year's save the day. so we were having dinner oh yeah while we're having dinner in this massive hall the lights just turn off in the middle of dinner so we're just sitting there in the dark <laughs> eating dinner and the guy the guy comes over towards the end of our dinner and he pushes this button and it turns on again. It's one of those, you know, you push the button it turns on for like 10 minutes yeah, or something yeah. and it turns oh off God. again. It was one of those light situations. So, yeah, we go upstairs. Sitting uh, in the dark. W- <laughs> yeah, we attempt to have sex. It's minus two degrees and I'm so dry <laughs> that I tear his banjo string. So, listeners, um, maybe a little update on banjo strings because yeah. I remember when I needed to be explained this. It's like a bit on a penis. I can't yeah. believe I'm explaining this. It's hard to explain. I'm... It's it's a it's a it's a bit where if you break it, there's a lot of blood. Yeah, okay. and I mean when it's broken, it's it can't be fixed unless I know a lot about this because we Googled it that night because we were so you terrified. You managed to get Google out in the Sahara Desert. Yeah, we had we had like well, I think we had one bar. It, it was working for us. So if it broke, then you'd have to get surgery to reattach it. And it's, it's just, not it's, necessary, is it? No, you don't have to, like, but it's fine. <laughs> no, but it's weird. I mean, I know a guy that I went to high school with who's broke, and he says it's fine. Nothing like you don't feel a difference, but it just it's weird when girls. You basically <laughs> circums. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So yeah, we tore his banjo string. There was a lot of blood, and we didn't in, even All end up drinking the, the wine. Dark. All of this is in the dark. All of this is in the dark. We didn't drank the wine and we just went to bed and it was even before midnight. So, yeah, that was an excellent ending to a wonderful New Year's. Happy New Year's for then. Um, The last bit before we get into the the music part of the show, which uh, we might have to rush through now, um, but was... Actually, let's just get straight on to music here because I'm I'm worried for time. You you miss my story about diarrhea in Madagascar, but I'm, it's okay. I'm you, sure you, you can tell a lot that. of oh, poop stories. I love that story. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I have very weak intestines. Okay, so um, I yeah, I wanted to get on to, like to just to end on a like more merry note of like not everything goes wrong. I'm not sure if that's what this message says, but we travel, some of us sometimes for, uh, for music or for music festivals. So I had a story, like once I went to Glastonbury and I was part of Green Police, which involved me going up to 
usually men who were pissing in the forest um, <laughs> and approaching them wearing hivers and a whistle and they would have to stop peeing and run away and they would get very, very scared of me because of all of this authority from the whistle. Up to the when you first said in a green police, I thought you green. meant going around policing weed or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, no, no. Excuse me, what's Not that? weed. Yeah. Yeah. It's obviously no, poo and weed related. <laughs> out, out of this festival, which is not... Reputed for its drugs. Um, But you also have a toilet-related story from festivals, Christina. Oh, yeah. So um, I dated this guy called Liam when I was about 20, and we were just not right for each other. He was... yeah, We we were just not right for each other. Um, And he used to host this music festival called Chronophonia in New Zealand. And it's kind of... It was quite hippie. Um, It was very, like, eco-friendly... They built their own toilets, they built their own stages um, and towards the end, because it ended a couple of years ago, there were about 5,000 people attending each festival. So I was really in love with him um, and he told me to come along to help him for three months set up the festival. So I was like, okay, cool, we can spend three months together, it's going to be so, <laughs> so romantic, <laughs> so, so romantic. So um, I pack like my best clothes, I'm really looking forward to three months with my boyfriend and the whole three months we end up building toilets together. <laughs> so romantic. It's so, it was so yeah. romantic. We end up breaking up at the end of the trip. Oh my god. Not because he made me build toilets for three months but I just realised that we weren't right for each other because of other things, not the toilet thing. <laughs> but it, it must have contributed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hey, sure, baby, yeah. Spend, do you want to build some toilets? <laughs> he, it's just that he was really into building the toilets. It was, he was just so into it. Um, and I just realised that it's not for me. And actually, I just found out that, because I haven't spoken to him in a few years since we've broken up. I really hope that it's a toilet building related oh, no, Go on. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's gone off the grid now. He um he's built a house for himself. Wow! In rural New Zealand. Um, oh my god! It totally is linked to building toilets. Yeah, <laughs> and he's very he's similar. built his own toilet now. And yeah, I just went on his Facebook the other day, stalked him, <laughs> and now he's like he's building a lot of stuff. Wow! Got, wow. Okay, well yeah. done, Liam. Um, Soila, how was Hay Festival? Our last story of the night. So I went. It was this was a couple. I think this was after my first year at university. I went to um, Hay in Wales. Um, and it was a trip that was organised by my university and it was like this philosophy slash liter- literary festival kind of thing. And um, <clears throat> my last day there was this big kind of techno disco party thing and um, they painted like rainbow on my face and like there was glitter and all this kind of stuff. But it was the worst end to a festival because I'd kind of broken up with my like first love and he was there and I was sobbing and um, my two other best friends who were there were like making out and like falling over because they were drunk and then um, we went back to the kind of yurt where we were staying and like she was cupping she was cupping my face and while I'm sobbing she's like just cry just cry and I'm sobbing and um, the yurt was behind where the they were storing the poop and for context this was with your department like this was with your uni. Yeah, this was with my yeah. set up by my uni, um, and it was such a horrible kind of emotional experience that I was like, I'm not going to a festival. <laughs> I, I like that it was a literature festival and you couldn't cope with that. 
Have no. you never been to a festival again? <laughs> I've never been to another festival. Oh. Hey, festival, do you realise what you're responsible for? I know. We've got... Um, I'm going to sign off here and then we're going to hear one last story which will explain the song. Oh, the Prodigy one is because... Oh, I mentioned that. I listened to Did Prodigy you? in Serbia. I went to Serbia Exit Festival okay. and I got oh, caught yeah. in a mosh pit, which is why I played that at the beginning. <laughs> but we actually don't have time for what that What do you story. mean you got caught in a mosh pit? I was in the centre of the <laughs> audience. I didn't know about mosh pits. And then it happened. And there were... Like, Prodigy had never... Like, hadn't played in Serbia since... Uh, since the war yeah. and um, and it was the only band like international band to come and play and mm-hmm. so Serbians really really love Prodigy like <laughs> a lot and they were all like oh, that's massive really Serbian men in black masks and I was like <laughs> there just, with yeah. my other tiny friend being like completely roughed around it was so <laughs> so scary anyway on another note uh, so you've been listening to Very Loose Women please find us on Acast listen to our podcast we're on Twitter Facebook and all the rest and here we're going to hear about why we're about to play Walkie Talkie by Stereogram from Christina. Okay, so speaking of music festivals, my first music festival experience happened when I was about 11, no, no, 10 years old. Um, I won a competition on a teen magazine called Cream in New Zealand, which now sounds really dodgy. <laughs> and um, I got to interview my favourite band, Stereogram at um, Edgefest and I'm just going to read you I just my mom just sent me this the other day I'm just going to read you what I said on the magazine about my fun Your day experience. my highlight of the day was going backstage and meeting everyone it felt really good to meet Stereogram it was like a dream and it didn't feel <laughs> real until afterwards the best person I met was definitely Tyson he, he was one of the Band. The singer of the band. Yeah. I was so surprised when he picked me up and gave me a big hug. I love him so much. I was expecting Stereogram to be ordinary guys. Everyone says famous people aren't any different to us. They're just ordinary people. But they weren't ordinary. They were really cool. <laughs> I told my friends about it and they thought it was cool and were a bit jealous. <laughs> no wonder you're a journalist now. We Christina. have to sign off there. <laughs> 